0: the Mess It Up podcast, where we take your mess and turn it into a message. And now, here's a bowtie guy. Hey guys, welcome to another uh, edition of the Mess It Up podcast. I am your ever-present host, Paul, the bowtie guy, and uh, we're here today doing show number it looks like 202, where the day after... Valentine's Day we're recording it on Valentine's Day. So I'm here with my lovely Valentine Bev.
1: Hi everyone. Happy Hiya. Valentine's Day. <laughs>
0: Hi Bevy, it's good to be here with you and spend some quality time. You guys, see I know how to show my wife a good time on Valentine's yes. Day. I let her record a show with yes. me. Look at me go. You know, for all your romantic needs, just call Bowtie <laughs> guy. He can tell you how to set things up. Um, <laughs> we, we may go back to last week's board uh, of the Week with Tumult, or tumult and, uh, and say hopefully <laughs> I'm not creating any of that in my life because of this. Uh, but uh, we are here to do a show for you today, and we're going to be talking about uh, principles, going through our, our walk through the principles again. And we hopefully have good sound and um, all that good stuff. So uh, I will um, just count on the fact that it sounds good on your end. And if it doesn't, I apologize. My humble apologies. Uh, I want to remind you about how to give to the show because we are 100% listener-driven and funded. And uh, you can do that by giving to Messed Up Ministries. Do that in two ways. One is to go through our Patreon platform, which is messed up mini- messeduppodcast.com and just click on the Become a Patron button there. It'll guide you through everything you need to know for our Patreon uh, subscriptions. And then we also have our text-to-give, which uh, goes through church teams, and that is text the word mom, MUM, M-U-M, Mums the Word, to 760-WALLS-C-A. And you can help us to uh, get into the prisons and do stuff with uh, prison ministry by uh, supporting Messed Up Ministries in that way as well. The, wall, uh, the Messed Up Ministry text-to-give is 100% tax deductible. The Patreon 8% goes to Patreon, so uh, you get you get 92% of your donations uh, tax deductible on that. Uh, either way you give, you get added into our. Um, discord chat server so you can uh, participate in that people are not participating in discord i don't know if you don't know what it is if you don't care what it is or whatever Uh, give me a holler and tell me uh, if you're one of our our subscribers uh, tell me why you're not using uh, the discord and see if there's anything we can do to help you with that or to make it a better service for you but anyhow we just want to be here for all of our listeners another thing we do to be here for all of our listeners is we have uh what we call our, our big word of the week the big wow and this week the big word of the week is is kind of a fun one it is lorgnette lorgnette and a, do you know what a lorgnette is Beth? i have no idea it's those little glasses you hold up at the opera oh. uh, so it's a pair of glasses mounted on a handle um and, and that's a, a lorgnette and i just think those are so fancy uh, we're going to be going to the Um, theater in a couple weeks here to see one of our shows that we subscribe to and uh, it would be so cool to have the little lorgnette to take care of that so uh, if you can use the word in your sentences this week give yourself 10 bonus points if you actually use a lorgnette get online post a picture send it to me um, because i want to know and if you've got a lorgnette that you're using get a picture you will get starbucks there is no limit to the number of people who can do that so anybody listening who has a lorgnette i want to see that picture and i'll get you some starbucks uh so thanks for uh thanks for playing in advance. Um you want to get a hold of me? Email bowtie guy at or you can send me a text, call me 760-608-1942. That gets you right to the bowtie guy. We can take care of all your needs. You might not hear birds in the background because we are back in Ridgecrest.
1: Uh, and
0: I know. I told you I know how to show a girl a good time on uh, Valentine's Day, so I brought Bev away from Hawaii <laughs> and back to beautiful Ridgecrest in the desert uh, for Valentine's Any Day. Any
1: place with you is awesome. Oh,
0: that, my friends, was a great idea. And we'll see you next time. We miss no, I'm just kidding. We've got a whole show to do, uh, but that would have been a great way to end it. Uh, Bev, we are here with the... Uh, show doing our uh, principles, walk through the principles, and we're on principle number five. And uh, principle number five is the V in recovery. Uh, and it says, voluntarily submit to any and all changes God wants to make in my life and humbly ask him to remove my character defects. And this goes along with steps six and seven. And as they do uh, with the uh, with the principles, there's a beatitude that goes with this. happier those whose greatest desire is to do what God requires. Um, And I just realized you probably had the principles pulled up. Did you have the steps pulled up by any chance, Bev? I don't. Okay, well, I'm going to read step six. It says, we were entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. And step seven, we humbly asked him to remove all our shortcomings. Uh, James 4.10 goes with that sixth step. Humble yourselves before the Lord and he will lift you up. Uh, Step seven verse is 1 John 1.9. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. Uh, there you go. Once again, the, the the steps, the principles, they're all biblically based, uh, and I really want to emphasize that. But principle five, Bev, we it's kind of we catch our breath. In principle four, we we wrote our inventory, we shared our inventory, and uh, a big weight is often you know lifted off us. But then it's not the end of what goes on. There's still work to be done in principle five. Uh, what were your initial thoughts about? Uh, principle five here: voluntarily submitting. Any any uh, thoughts about that as we dive into this?
1: Well, as so many things in my life happen this way, I the big I gets in the way, and so first of all, just volunteering to do anything mm-hmm. uh, can be a mm-hmm. challenge. That word
0: gets my attention. Yeah, right Yeah, it off sure the does.
1: Mat. And it's like, well, do I really want to do this? Um, second of all. Uh, there's a lot of times when I go to God about anything and think, well, God didn't tell me anything's wrong with my life. So I guess I can just go on doing the same things that I'm doing. Mm. Um, I want to
0: stop you right there. So say that again.
1: I said that uh, many times I feel like God isn't saying anything to me. So
0: what gives you that impression?
1: Um uh, that I'm not going to him with everything. Oh, okay. It's all okay. on me. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, all it's, on me.
0: It's it, That kind of goes back to lesson one of Celebrate Recovery Denial. Well. It's just, that's what I want the situation to be. That's what I want the facts to be. So I just make those be the facts. God, God's not saying anything to me. I'm, I'm cool. If I was doing something wrong, God would send a thunderbolt. He would really yes. make it obvious to me. But since he's not really making it obvious and my life is not a complete wreck and a shambles, then I must be doing great,
1: even yeah. when my
0: life is a wreck and there's, a shambles.
1: There's a lot of uh, different layers to that. One is that, you know, I'm not listening. I'm sorry, wait. We said that God isn't saying in the thunderstorm what is what he wants to change. Yeah. And that is part of just plain not going to him. But then the other part is not listening to him. So when he does talk to us, uh, when he talks to me, sometimes I think, eh, I'm not really ready to hear that right now, God, or, you know, yeah, I know that's a problem, but I'll work on it later because there's something else more pressing in my life. Um, I think it's just not agreeing with God, which kind of circles back to the voluntarily oh, submit.
0: Absolutely. You can
1: just get caught in a uh, cycle of just going back and forth between those, um, yeah. So, well, and,
0: and this this thing is, it's it, there's so many words that I don't like thrown in here, voluntarily submit, changes, all, any, and all, uh, and, and it's like, wait a second here, I'm doing the stuff that I want to do. I've made these choices because this is what I want to do, and trying to get my my head to agree with my heart, to agree with my butt that's hurting so bad because I've been (laughs) getting kicked by life and get that all in line. It's—it's A lot of times I think it's like teaching algebra to a kindergartner. Algebra to me makes perfect sense, but to a kindergartner, they don't understand what it is. If they just would go along with me, it would be fine. But the, the concept that seems simple isn't so simple if I can't wrap my brain around it. And A lot of times in life, especially before I was in recovery, I can't wrap and I couldn't wrap my head around submitting to someone else because I was in charge. God gave me free will after all. If he didn't want me to have free will, he wouldn't have given it to me. So why am I surrendering to him? And then having him make changes because if he's making changes... That means that changes have to happen. I can't have things the way that I've got them right now. I can't have things the way that I want them to be right now. I've got to change things. And I don't like that.
1: I love how God is so gentle with us and uh, so patient. And when I look at the words that were used all through these principles so far, you know, the first one was realize that's pretty gentle. Mm-hmm. You know, uh believe. Mm-hmm. That's really yeah. gentle too. Uh choose, make a choice. All right. Well, that one is iffy because if we really mean it, that can be a really hard step. And then uh, write down my inventory, you know, confess my faults. But this one I think is a uh well, I guess my point is that God just moves us along that gently. And so just it's a like,
0: progression, a it is
1: just like anybody trying to do something new or something old, because I've been at this a lot of years. Um, he doesn't, he makes it attainable. He makes it like, you know what, Bev, today you have to jump to the highest hurdle that there is. No, he doesn't do that. He said, today you're going to jump over this little line. That's an inch above the ground. And then we'll just keep moving you up until we get you up to where you can jump up high. And, I'm looking at the words that they use in this principle. it's um voluntarily uh changes God wants humbly ask and remove and all of those mean that I have to let go and let God, which is uh that's a statement that you know is used a lot, but I forget it, yeah. You know?
0: Yeah, if you haven't seen, and I'll try to remember to put a link in the show notes for this. If you haven't seen the uh, God's chisel sketch from Skit Guys, this is exactly what it's talking about. It's God taking a chisel and knocking Mm. those rough edges off of us. And God, you know, sees me, the finished masterpiece in this lump of marble. And all the world sees is the marble, the big jagged rock, but God sees what needs to be taken away to make this perfect masterpiece of me. And that's not, it's not comfortable
1: to do. No, but I think that the only reason, and going back to that skit, if you remember, and for those of you that have seen it, uh, when Tommy is receiving that chiseling from, you know, God... Um, he flinches, mm-hmm. but at no time does he die. Right. You know, he <clears throat> even though it might cause us a little pain, I believe that the only time that I really feel major pain is when I start feeling sorry for myself, when I start trying to take control of that again and not surrendering. Um, I We've watched our grandson Luke in swimming lessons, and I remember the first couple times that we went with him, and he was kind of like, not fighting the teacher, but he was not relaxed. You know, he was tense. Mm -hmm. His jaw was set. You know, every time his eyes were big when he was above the water. And now when we go to see him, he just lays back and just relaxes in it. And and I think that that's the way we should be. When God is working on us, I feel like I tense up. And I paint the worst case scenario in my head. When really God just might say, you know, Bev, it's like a... You're going to get an inoculation. It's just a little sting for a minute and it'll be over yeah. as long as you work with me. But if you tighten up and resist me, you're going to be sore for days.
0: Well, and this uh, last week when I was with, uh, you know, when we were there with Heather, uh, one of the things that we do when we visit our daughter is she, you know, cleans her teeth and does the x-rays and stuff. She's a dentist and she takes care of our dental care. And she found a cavity in one of my teeth, one of my uh, old fillings had cracked and broken and so it needed to be replaced and, and fixed. And it's not happy about that. That requires a drill. And, and what they do with the drill is they cut away all the stuff that doesn't need to be there. Mm-hmm. And then they put it with new stuff. And um, I wasn't thrilled about that. Never am thrilled about that. Never have enjoyed going to get a tooth drilled by the dentist. But I also know that my daughter loves me wants the best for me. That this is something that will continue to get worse if I don't take care of it. You you can't take care of a wound by saying it's not there. And that she is skilled and trained and is very gentle and, and will take care of me. And so she gave me, instead of just stabbing me with a needle and, and putting some painkiller in there, she gave me a local anesthetic first so that I couldn't feel the needle going mm-hmm, in. Mm-hmm. And then she waited for that to work. And then she did the anesthetic and she took care of it and she f- did things and it it feels wonderful. And then before she filled my tooth, she put in a, a, a material between my tooth and the filling that would make it so that it, there was a dampening there effect. Instead of these raw nerves getting hit by everything being transmitted by this metal filling, she uh, made it so that it was you know, taken care of without that. And and I can't feel anything. Normally, you know, when I've had a filling before, like for months, my tooth is feeling this insane pain with heat and cold. And, and she said, well, let me know how it feels. It feels wonderful because she's good at what she does and she knew what I needed. And, and if I was doing it my way, I would have just kept on eating on that filling. Mm-hmm. And it would have just gotten worse and worse and worse. Yeah. And, and she fixed it better than it was when I came to her. And that's what God does. He takes my life that I've messed up because of my own lack of care, and my own poor judgment, and he's fixed it and put it back to the way it needs to be so it's fully functional.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh,
0: you looked like you were gonna say something. Were you gonna say something there, Beth? Did I, I, did, I steal I was just, your thunder?
1: No, I was just thinking about how hard these are to talk about because once I open my mouth and start talking about them, I realized that I, uh, I'm not always there. I'm not always doing what I need to be doing Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. make sure that this is guaranteed and um, that I'm growing. But, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. and
0: and we'll talk more about that in the second half, but it kind of leads right into our song of the week, which is from Zach Williams. It's a song called Heaven Help Me. And if we don't have heaven helping us, Mm. this ain't going to happen. No. You know, it's just... It's not going to happen. And if it happens, it's going to be dumb luck and it's not (laughs) going to last. So, um, we're going to give you about 90 seconds of Zach Williams here. Uh, This is Heaven Help Me. And we'll be back on the other side to talk more about what principle five looks like in the real world and when we put it to practice. So, here you go, Zach Williams. Zach Williams fans here so you know we've got some stuff to talk about on this and that we are enjoying the song I love the fact that I had this song uh in my list of songs for several weeks now and right before we started recording Bev came to me with a list of songs that she wanted me to put in the show and this was the first one she had on her list and I was like well as a matter of fact we're doing that on the show today uh so Bev tell me um your uh your thoughts on this one.
1: First of all um when some um Vocal artists when singers, songwriters uh, there are some that I just feel like um they're divinely inspired, and they just usher you right into heaven mm-hmm. and I could not even start hearing this song until I could feel felt tears welling up it it um I don't know i it, there's just some people who can make me feel God's presence more than than just. Before I hear them, if that makes sense. Um, This is a simple thought, but I spend a lot of my time here. When I don't understand, when I don't think I can, I know you have a plan. And um, we were talking earlier about the pain that we go through sometimes when we resist God's training or um, God's little, you know smack on the back of the head that says "Hey, get yourself straightened up and i forget that he has a plan and i am part of his plan and i am uh, we were walking around in the airport uh, a couple days ago paul and i said to you it's just really amazing that we don't have any two people that look exactly alike that all of us are so uniquely made uh, I didn't see anybody in the airport that I would look at it and say, mm, they look like me. Right. You know, mm-hmm. um, or they look like you. Sure. Um, we're all just so different. And to think that there is a God up there that has a plan for every single one of those people, including me, uh, makes it all so very unique. And then the bigger picture of that is that he has a something for us to do that is designed just for us to do. I can't step into your design. I can't step into your, um, whatever it is that God has for you and you can't step into mine. And, um, so when I'm struggling, I just need to remember that, that I know God has a plan and he's as close as me asking for him to help. And, and I know the Bible says that he knows what we have need of before we even ask. So, um,
0: yeah. And, and I know that, you know, we know in Jeremiah 29, you know, I, I know the plans mm-hmm. I have for you. Um, that verse is is so related to this. Uh, for me, the thing that strikes me with this one is the same as the beginning of, you know, our principle voluntarily submit. And this one is, you know, help me. It's asking. Yes. It's asking for the help and it, it takes, that's what it takes. It just takes me making the effort and, and, and allowing it to happen. And something else that strikes me is, I was having a conversation today uh, with a friend, and we were talking about the fact that sometimes we just need to be heard. Yes. And in, in the, the course, the end of the course, I just need to hear you say that everything will be okay. And I've called people, and and said, I I remember sending a text to a friend one time, tell me it's going to be okay, tell me I'm going to make it through this. I didn't even tell them what I was going through. I just needed to hear them say it's going to be okay because. I just needed that, and, and they responded back, "You got this. It's gonna be okay. Yes. God's got you." And it was, it, it it gave me what I needed to make it through that that moment and that difficulty. And sometimes I just need that reassurance, and who better to get the reassurance from than God?
1: Right. You know, I, right.
0: I I love to when my my children were small, just pick them up and say, "Daddy's got you." I I, I remember. You know, getting my daughter to jump into the pool and just holding her little hand and saying, "Look, does Daddy love you? Yes. Has Daddy ever done anything to hurt you? No. Would Daddy take care of every problem? Yeah. Do you trust me? Yeah. Jump." And she just jumped in, and it's just what we need to hear. We just need to hear God say, "It's gonna be okay." Paul, I've got you. Bev, I've got you. Listener, I've got you. And and He does. No matter what it is, He's got it. He's got it. It's you can't surprise God. Right, right. You know, Luke came running around the corner and scared me the other day. Yeah, he got... I can't do that to God.
1: Right. Um, This song also... I don't have it in front of me right at this minute, but the song keeps going back and saying, you know, when I can't see, when I can't hear, um, I often need to have the evidence in front of me that I'm going to be okay. And um, that doesn't require any trust, doesn't require any faith. But I can see why in the Bible that Jesus said we need to have faith like a little child. Mm-hmm. Because I can see Kaylee jumping into your arms in the pool. She did it. Yeah, She did it. She stepped out where there was nothing yeah. and knew that you would, uh, you know, it was about trust. Yeah. It was about her trusting you, and that's where I need to be sometimes.
0: Well, and if we go back to this principle, the the beatitude for it, happier are those whose greatest desire is to do what God requires. So if I make it my greatest desire to do what God requires, I'm going to be happy. Well, that's cool. You know, it's like having a birthday and knowing there's going to be some cake or pie or cookies. Or in my case, with you know my daughter last week, she got me donuts for my birthday. And all I got to do is just know that if I'm doing what God requires, He's going to be. He's I'm going to be happy. He's going to give me
1: that joy. Do you think that sometimes we oh I think maybe I'm answering my own question.
0: That's cool. When I
1: was younger, I'll take a drink. <laughs> I would um, I would take a verse like this, uh, whose greatest desire is to do what God requires and then make a list of rules of what that looked like oh. in order to be God's favorite in mm-hmm. order to be in his favor. Um, it's like, oh well, God wouldn't want me to cuss. Okay, well, yeah, that one's that one pretty much is understandable, but God wouldn't want me to um, go to this movie. Well, really, there's nothing wrong with this movie, and you know, uh, I, I just, I just, that's a bad example. Well, but I just want to... No, I understand what you're saying yeah. because
0: doing what God requires that that's the tricky part. Yeah, I was listening to a, a message this week online and. Uh, the the speaker was talking about not conforming to the world and yes. not going with what the world wants. Well, that's that's true. That's biblical. But that doesn't give us license to go and stomp on the world and hate the world. Right. And right. so often as as Christians, we can use that. I think of you know the the you know Southboro Baptist Church or whatever it was that you know would you know go out and, and pick it against gay people and there's. Yeah, there's a lot of things that we can be against, but we don't have to be belligerent. And right. there's a huge difference between not joining them and being belligerent toward people in my faith. And, and it doesn't call for me to be belligerent. Jesus didn't go to the tax collectors and be belligerent. No. When we see Jesus being belligerent, he was doing it to the people in the church who were stomping on God's right, wishes. Exactly. He didn't go and stomp on the tax collector he said hey let's have dinner he wasn't saying what they were doing was okay he wasn't condoning their bad actions he was loving them and and it's it gets really easy and i get my hackles get up when i start hearing yes. these messages because people take it and they say see this is why we can't love anybody and, right. and this is a mess it up podcast. We're looking for messes and finding a message in that mess. If all we're doing is looking for clean people, stop. You're wasting your time and you don't just turn this off. You don't belong. This is not your podcast. Yeah. You know, you've already figured out it. You, you're perfect. Cool. I'll see you in heaven. Maybe I won't. Uh, we'll see. Um, but this is we're here for the mess.
1: Yeah. But, you know, Paul, walking that out is maybe not as easy as it says. Um, and you know, I have, I think I'm probably like everybody in the world. I do look at other people and I think, how can they do that? Mm-hmm. That doesn't seem right to me. And then I dwell on that and I, I just need to jump off of that as soon as I can. And I was just reading, uh, Romans 13, 14 and 15 and in there, uh, uh, Paul, the d- apostle or Not disciple. Yeah. Yeah. Apostle. Yeah. yeah. Um, was saying that if you are if you are a person that is weak in your faith, what you will do is you will just keep on making more rules. you'll you'll walk in the rules, you'll make more rules and you'll make more rules for the people around you and not accept the people unless they do follow those rules. If you're strong in the faith, you have a lot more freedom um, and yes there might be things that you feel okay to do. But the, the the difficult part for you is making sure that you don't cause your brother to stumble, and then also to always run it by God to make sure that you're walking in His will and that He is not convicting you mm-hmm. over something, and you don't take it upon yourself to say, you know what, I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah. You know. So this can that can be difficult. It, it really can be. Um, but that beatitude, attitude what i'm saying is i just think we need to be careful because i have a struggle with this is thinking what does god require of me and then trying to walk through the steps to make my life match those rather than doing everything out of obedience and love for god and for who he is Correct. not for who he's not
0: right and and it's You know, when we look at rules, when I look at rules, so often it it seems like a rule is put in place for one of several reasons. And a couple of those reasons are either to keep someone in check so I can make a rule to put my enemy down or the person who I have something against. I can make sure that they're in the wrong and they can see why they're in the wrong or to justify what I want. Those are are two main reasons that rules get made. And it's... And that's the danger that that does it limits freedom because when we're just following the rules that Jesus said, love God and love people, that is so much easier than finding out why you should have a problem with what this person is doing. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Sometimes I think I live in a way that um, assumes that people are accountable to me. Yes. And accountable to the rules that I think God has. Mm-hmm. And that's just dumb. No wonder that the Beatitudes says, we are happy when our greatest desire is do what God requires, not yeah. what I require. When I
0: make sure that other people don't do what I want.
1: Right, 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 right. right.
0: And the, um, the, the, the magnifying glass is put in, the 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 uh, Launier or lorgnette, lorgnette, the lorgnette is put on other people instead of myself. When I'm making those rules, when I'm finding out why people break, I'm I don't have to look at myself. I can't be looking at myself and them. So I'm looking at them instead of myself. If I just fix myself, so many problems will yeah. be eradicated. Yeah.
1: I feel like it is so easy. I mean, I look at character defects and I remember when I was in recovery starting out, I didn't understand that term character defects, Mm -hmm. but I feel like I had built a life of excuses about my character defects, not understanding that they can stand. Those things can be the things that will stand between my relationship, uh, with God and me, Mm -hmm. you know, um, but they're easy to make excuses for because the things that we look for in people are not like, maybe somebody would see me as being super nice. Mm -hmm. What they don't know is oftentimes I was super nice because in my heart, I wasn't really feeling that way. I was feeling resentful or angry or disappointed or comparing myself but man, I sure did have the right words to convince somebody that I was a nice person. And so what I'm saying is that character defect goes so much deeper than what shows up on the outside. Right. And to completely and voluntarily submit to that um, until the point is that we don't want to say, Lord, take part of this way. Completely yeah. remove this in my life. Yeah. I don't want it there anymore.
0: And And this is what I think one of the major misunderstandings of 12 steps is because i'll hear people when when people say well i don't need that uh you know i prayed and god took away my Mm -hmm. drinking Mm
1: -hmm.
0: okay your drinking was masking something else your drinking wasn't your problem it was a symptom of your problem he didn't you didn't get rid of the character defect you just got rid of the expression of the character defect that character defect is still there scintillating under the surface and you're just doing it in other ways maybe you're the uh, you know, the, the prayer circle gossip and, and, and mm-hmm. whatever, but those things are still happening. And that's why we really need to get and get rid of those character defects. It's not the drinking, That's it's not the alcohol, right. it's not the gambling, it's not the pornography. Those are problems, but that's not the problem. It's yes. the expression of the problem. And the character defect is things like pride, uh, self-doubt, lack of self-esteem, those kinds of things are where the defects that we ask God to get rid of because we'll just do something else, you know, just because I don't drink, you know, eat that Snickers bar doesn't mean I won't go and eat five donuts if I'm just craving sugar. Right. Just getting rid of the 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 candy bar is not always Mm -hmm. the answer. And, you know, we've got to train ourselves and get rid of those character defects so we're not searching for another way to feed that hunger that Mm -hmm. Our humanity has
1: right. I may not be theologically sound on this, but we'll go ahead and put think, it out of there. Okay. If it,
0: once it goes on the internet, it becomes there, true. There
1: you go. Or else they'll tell us that it's not.
0: No, no, no. no. It's on the internet, so it's got oh, to be true. Okay.
1: Okay. Well, let's hope that this is right. Anyway, I think that the traps that Satan sets for us. Now, this is in going back to what you said about, and I'm just going to use drinking as an example because that's what you were speaking about. I think that the traps that Satan sets for us that we can often fall into are those habits. I think that the things that cause us to step into those habits and embrace them are character defects. Mm -hmm. And God said, Jesus said that there would never be a temptation in our life that God would not provide a way out of. And so that to me seems like um, a welcome home mat saying if you will surrender your character defects, that will keep you from walking into those traps that Satan sets for your life. Does that follow? Does that make sense?
0: Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: So um, anyway, I, I do think, I said earlier before the break and before the song, these are things I always have to work on. And I guess I want to always be vulnerable in the show to let people know that I don't have it all together and I will continue working on these steps for the rest of my life. And I was mentioning to Paul during the break also that it's very interesting how these steps, these principles and steps, all blend into each other. And then sometimes they weave in and out in such a way that they may be actually a little bit out of order in my day. But I can find myself at any time going back and checking in with any one of these principles. Sometimes I have to go back and, and, Check the third one, you know, to commit all my life and will to Christ's care and control. You know, sometimes I have to go all the way back and realize that I'm not God. So you kind of bounce. I have to bounce around a lot between these steps and principles to keep myself straight. But I also know that that's part of my daily inventory where I do that.
0: And that's that whole idea of working the steps. You know, making it be something that's active, not just uh, a hoping thing. I, I remember... Um, the uh, my my district manager at Starbucks said, you know, hoping is not a plan. You know, what's your plan to make this happen? What's your plan to create more business in this store? What's your plan to sell more pastries yes. in the morning? What's your plan to focus on? You know, to 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 increase the sales of our featured beverage, and and, and I just hope that people will come in and do it. That's not a plan. No. You've no. got to have a plan, and, and just hoping that things will change just wishing that things will change my life that's not a plan what a
1: quick way to be defeated
0: yeah yeah well and and to, to shed my responsibility and make yes. it somebody else's problem yes. that you know well if god wants it he'll do it right you know if he did not want it well obviously this is what he wants me to keep on looking at porn because he hasn't cut up my internet
1: well that's kind of what we were talking about at the beginning where yeah. god doesn't come with a two-by-four sometimes yeah sometimes he just gently whispers or he brings somebody else along hey Somebody else along to help point that out in our life, and we have the the ability to either accept that or reject that.
0: The opportunity,
1: yes, yeah. yes, and, uh, and we just
0: have to take that,
1: that which opportunity. May point to another character defect, you yeah. know, pride, yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, well, excellent. Uh, this has been great. Thanks so much for doing this. We'll be talking about another principle uh, coming up. I want to say before we get off the air. Uh, this last Friday, uh, on the 11th of February, uh, we got the new book out. Uh, it's called Yeah, thanks. It's called Piece by Piece. It's P-E-A-C-E by P-I-E-C-E. And there are several books out there called Piece by Piece. I didn't do my research. But you can get it on uh, your Kindle reader. You can get it on Apple Books if you go to Apple Books on your, your iPod or, or phone. And you can also get a paperback version uh, on Amazon and just search piece by piece and then Paul Pippin and it will show up. Um, the book is out there. I, I just love for you to get that book and share it with a friend and give one to a friend and and look at the way a testimony can change. And also my dear friend, Faith, who you've heard on the show, she joined in as an editor on the book and, and gave some awesome recipes for pie that go along uh, thematically with each uh, chapter of the book that we share uh, uh, in a testimony. And, and there's a reason why each uh, recipe is in there. So check those things out and, and make some of those recipes. Maybe put some pictures online of you making one of the recipes uh, in the book. And thank you so much for all the support that you've given us down the years, and thank you for supporting us in this new book. Uh, I was l- thinking today about what's the third book gonna be, and, and I've got a couple of ideas. I've got a lot of ideas written down, but I, I haven't decided which one I'm gonna work on yet. But Uh, in the next week or two here we're going to start working on book three and hopefully every year there's going to be a new book out so go check that book out let me know what you think please leave a rating and a review on the uh site where you get the book so that people can see it because that helps people to find the book as well uh if you haven't got the first book still in beta it's you know i'm still in beta and it's available on those same uh places as well Check out the show, uh, give it to your friends, tell people about the show, post on our social network, um, go out there and, and get on Reddit and, and find out what that's all about. Those of you who want to become uh, financial supporters of the show, we really love that. You can do it through Patreon on our MessItUpPodcast.com website or by texting the word mum to 760 C A W A L L S C A W-A-L-L-S-C-A, and help the show out. Um, just all sorts of ways to get involved. We really, really appreciate you uh, in this endeavor, and thanks for being here with us, and we will see you next time we mess it up.